What's up, everybody? Another episode of the Straight Cup come to you from West End Cigars inside the Members Lounge. I'm Aaron. I'm Steve. Mark is out tonight, so we, in, in, instead of Mark, we have replaced him with a guest. We kind of highlighted it last week of what we're going to talk about. Um, you know, we're now into the era of America's cocaine, which is right. college football. That's right. That is right. So I think it's an upgrade on the guest, on the uh, co-host. <laughs> <laughs> which one's a better athlete? Definitely, that'd definitely. that will be me. Yeah. So we have former Arkansas Razorback Lorenzo Robinson on the show with us tonight. We're going to smoke some cigars, talk about college football, and just have a little bit of fun. And, uh, you know, what are we smoking with? This is something that, you know, uh, Lorenzo picked out for us. And we haven't done this one on the show, I believe, uh, because we just recently brought back EP Carrillo. Mm-hmm. Um, so we haven't had it on the show. If we had, it would be like, Way, way back, back when, yeah. when, we, when we first started. Uh, but I threw away the wrapper, so I don't actually know what we're smoking. So, Steve, why don't you take over on what we are doing? So, this is the EP Carrillo La Historia, um, which is, it, I believe, was number two Cigar of the Year in Cigar Aficionado for 2014. So, this is a great pick. Thank you. I really enjoy this cigar. What made you pick this one? Well, um, I've smoked the purple wrapper one, okay. the purple EP from it was mm-hmm. it was like number one in two thousand nineteen or something like that. They had a run of yeah, like they had, they had two of years them. in a row. They were really really yeah, good. Yeah, were they back to back? No, no, there was a year separating them, but really okay. close. Um, that but, one's called the Dusk, and then the other one that got number one was the Encore. Yeah, the Encore is like the tannish beige mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think of of the three, this one is my favorite just because it is a stronger body. Well, when I walked cigar. in there, I was like, "Oh, I hadn't seen this one before. I didn't even know we carried these." Uh, and so I had to try it, and I really like the fullness of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I've kind of graduated through my year and a half of smoking cigars, obviously, <laughs> from just plain Jane um, under under Crown Undershade, yeah. Connecticut to. Yeah, what I'm puffing on right now. So well, loving it, it. Anytime we can get like a fucking strong cigar mm-hmm. on here, we're we're full game on it. Yeah. So it's we don't do a lot of uh, Connecticut's and no, and stuff like that. it's not. I guess any of any of our regular hosts, it's just, it's just not really it's in just our a, palate that much. Yeah. Occasionally, you get one that's really really good, mm-hmm. um, but most of us are medium plus. Yeah, on, you know on what yeah. we prefer. So, well, I love Ligas. Uh, Aaron, you know that. I mean, both yeah. of y'all oh, know yeah. that. I'm oh, like, yeah. <laughs> all the time. Uh, Perdomo's, any any Maduro Perdomo mm-hmm. is great. But I figured y'all had that a lot. So yeah. get something different. Yeah, so. no, this is this is a good one to go with. Yeah, the Perdomo is something that we uh, we smoke quite a lot of. It yeah. seemed to be more in the beginning stages of mm-hmm. this. But now with so many more cigars, especially since we have the bigger humidor and, yep. and stuff like that, it's just... You know, anytime we get something that we normally don't have, we're going to do it. Yeah. So. Well, I like it. I like it a lot. I'm glad y'all got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the the blend on this one, it's a Mexican wrapper with um, Ecuadorian binder, Nicaraguan filler. Um, and it is kind of the, the little blurb here on the website with it. It talks about how it is um, like the women that have inspired Ernesto, yeah, um, that, that's kind of what he blended this for. So it means the story or the history. That's yeah, La Historia. Nice. 
Yeah, anytime you have a good cigar with like a little bit of backstory to it along, mm-hmm. like Fuente does it well and a bunch of others. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm all about that. So week zero is in the books. I, I get does college do week zero? I know high school does in Arkansas now, but the first full week is done. Pretty well, so much. This, that's week one then. Week one, yeah. I, I guess it is. Week, week zero one. would have been um, who was it? Nebraska and Northwestern uh, played in yeah, Ireland. They that call was it week a week zero. zero yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I don't. I don't really understand the week zero. I mean, if you win the game, <laughs> you're one and zero. Oh. Yeah, You're yeah. not still zero zero. So yeah, because that, that's what's <laughs> fun. No that's what's funny because we're watching the Florida State LSU game right now while it's on, and Florida State is already one and zero, and LSU their first game of the year. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. So, but um, with the whole landscape of what college football is doing right now, and you have your own show as well during halftime show during the Arkansas games. Yep. Um, tell everybody what that what the halftime show is. Yeah, so the halftime show is called uh, Halftime by the Pool. It's just something that actually one of our fans were like, you should do a halftime show. And so if I'm not at the game, I'm usually watching it outside of my patio anyway. And so instead of getting all the equipment ready during the game and stuff like that to do a full-on live show like we do on Sundays, uh, I thought, what if I just did it? by the pool just pull a chair out stick up the thing and just do the show and and people fell in love with it and so basically what halftime by the pool is it's my first ha- uh half obviously breakdown of what we're seeing uh some of the things that we talked about on the pre uh preview for the show if that's coming to you know during the game or or just what I want to see for the second half it's usually about a 25 uh, or I'm sorry, it's probably about 15, 20 minute show. Uh, halftime is only 20 minutes. So it's kind of a get in, get out, give the people a little something, uh, so they can send in some comments, whether they're venting or happy about whatever they <laughs> seeing in the first half, uh, just get in get out, man. There's just yeah. something that somebody said, man, you should really do this. And we did. So it was, this would be year two of the, uh, halftime by the pool. Okay, cool. We'll keep it real. And your so, Sunday show. Yeah. That's. That's your like main show. Main show Sundays, and we, uh, which today's show was um, the second show of the year. Obviously, we always come on the week before the first game. Yep. Uh, so we can preview, talk about some recruiting from the summer and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, that is the main show. We come on Sundays five o'clock. We go for about an hour, hour and a half. Usually depends on who we're playing what happened during the game, the comments that we get and whatnot. Uh, so, but that is the main show. Uh, and this is, this is, this is season seven. Jesus. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, we, Blake and I, you know, shout out to my co-host Blake Weston. We were talking about today, like Blake's only been with me for three years, but, or three seasons, but it's, it goes by really fast. It's just like the season yeah. as a player, really. Yeah. You know, uh, you, the guys played yesterday. They're off. Uh, they have a little walkthrough practice today. They're off on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, hard practice, Thursday, walkthrough, Friday, travel, and you're playing again. I mean, the season goes by really fast, and, it, and it's that way for us, too, so. Yeah, so give us your your bona fides of what you did. So you played early 2000s. Were you yeah. with Coach Nutt at yeah, the time? Yeah, Houston Nutt. So I played 01 through 05. Okay. Um, and so I played my first couple years, uh, I played what we called a Rover position, which is more of a, like an outside linebacker. Uh, I'm sure they call it something else Uh now, but, um, and then 
I moved to free safety. Okay. Uh, I played behind Ken Hamlin for two years. Once he left, I kind of took over that role and started my junior year and then, yeah, got hurt senior year. So mm-hmm. uh, that's just kind of how the game goes. Uh, but that that was my role, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's an unforgiving sport, but it's a sport we all yeah, <laughs> we all love. For sure, yeah. you know, I, I had two surgeries in college uh, as a as a defensive player. Uh, you know, our our assignment was dislodging somebody from the ball, however, yeah. the best way you can. I mean, it's either going to be you or me, um, and that's that was our mentality. Um, and so it's it's not uncommon that you know you have a shoulder surgery or something like that after the season. Yeah. But uh, you know, I'm almost forty now. Uh, I've had 10, 10 total surgeries for things that keep coming up as I, as I age. So, uh, but wouldn't change it for the world. Uh, I get to sit back, chill, do a little talking show yeah. about the game and smoke cigars. I love it. Yeah. I mean, this, it's kind of like my brother, he played four years for Arkansas tech yep. and then, you know, he's 26 now, but he's got the knees of like a 50 year old, yep. you know, playing the lineman. <laughs> and plus, I mean, with you, and he was just Arkansas Tech. You Arkansas, you're going to go up against SEC, right? You know players. Yeah, yeah. it's a different season talent level. Season, yeah. yeah, it's a different level. But I mean, the the mechanics are the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, what you do to your body is the same. No matter what level you play, uh, and if he's playing in the trenches, man, all of that is the same. Yeah, you're going to have finger issues, wrist issues, knee issues, mm-hmm. hip issues. Uh, it's just it's just different in the aspect of if he's taller or bigger or, you know, whatever. But when you're in the trenches, speed really doesn't, you know, straight ahead speed really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's just the stronger you are. The, it's just, it's just yeah. fat bodies against fat bodies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just <laughs> stomach against stomach. Yeah, so, I, I was they, on the defensive side. You were offensive Yeah, I was side, offensive lineman. You can see my fingers oh, yeah, are they're all crooked. crooked yeah. and just, no they, I mean, I broke my fingers. Is. Weekly yeah. seemed like yeah. for a while. I did the, I did the Spock for a while yeah. you know, with the just, tape. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just, yeah, with the tape, and yeah. you know, I played you know early two thousands well when everybody had the big ass cowboy collars. Yeah, and yeah. you're just trying to look as big as you can. Yeah. Now you got linebackers with with you know quarterback yeah. pads on yeah. and just I mean, some of these guys don't know they they play in shells. Which oh yeah, I, yeah. Which, if they can get away with it nowadays, no knee pads. Yeah, no knee pads, barely thigh pads, big ass hip pads, no, no the ass tail pads. Bu- yeah, t- tailbone pads. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you remember those pads? They had to, you had to buckle them in. Oh yeah, had <laughs> to uh, weave your belt through yeah. them. You know, weave your belt through them. Like I don't, I think they just put some tissue in there now. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, whatever they can get away with. It's yeah. it's crazy to me. Forty pounds of gear just yeah. from the lower half down. It just yeah. all. <laughs> it was always great when I was in high school in football, and the freshmen would come up and they'd have their thigh pads upside down or their knee pads upside down. <laughs> we used to just laugh Didn't at them know how to so put them much. in their pants. Oh, oh no, no, not at all. Yep. Yeah. We, we always had that one player who like never washed any of his like practice oh, uniforms. Or, like, mm. The shirt would just stand up it's in disgusting. the locker by the end he of the year. He would get his ass whooped. With just, cr- yeah. just yeah. crispy and, and just, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, it started out white, then it became beige. And then you don't want to tackle like, that guy because it smells so bad, you know? Yeah. Maybe that was his goal. Yeah. Some people, you know, some people had those superstitions like that. They wear the same game socks or, you know, jock or whatever it is. Uh, but no, yeah, I mean you're gonna have to wash your stuff, man. We can't, mm-hmm. we can't have that. What's well, like Rex Ryan when he coached with the Jets? The vest he always wore was an old Ravens vest, and he just sewed a Jets patch. I did not know that over it, yeah, because he was like, "This is the vest I've always I I like and I wore." So he just. I wonder if that's why the Jets were so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a bunch of other things involved, yeah. involved with that. 
Hey, start. It starts with the head coach, man. Yep. <laughs> so when you when you do your halftime show and everything, you know you're getting feedback and you have a different perspective as a former player. Yeah. And you said you do it as like a live show so people can respond and right. stuff like that. So after yesterday, after yesterday's game, what was the consensus? from the Arkansas fans of what they were seeing first game of the year. You're going to have a little bit of rust, yeah. but you're also going up against, you know, a Cincinnati team who was yeah. just in the playoffs. Just Top a year, 20 team. Yeah. Too. A right. year, a year prior. Right. So what was, uh, you know, from your perspective, what did you see on the field? Well, from what, from the feedback that we got today, uh, I feel like there was a lot of fans who kind of felt like the game was going to go this way, but there were some that are so out there as far as, you know, what we call drinking the Kool-Aid yeah, of mm-hmm. the radio stations and whatnot and thinking that we're just going to go 18-0 and 0 or some crazy. Yeah. And even though it's Cincinnati, they're like, we're going to win. Like one of the score, I do a score predictions every mm-hmm. week type deal. Uh, I think one of them was like 40, 44 to 10. And I'm like, well, wait, yeah. like, like, wait, hold, <laughs> hold, hold up. Um, and given that it's not the same Cincinnati team mm-hmm. that was in the playoffs, yeah. Uh, they lost a lot, uh, but but we but we lost a lot too. But we had a lot coming back as far as transfer portal and things like that. Um, and especially when the line came out that it was only six six and a half, and so that ought to tell you something. So especially my, when you get three points at home already, that's, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and you know, so my my show is called Keep It Real. So that's kind of where, as a former player, player perspective, whatever you want to call it, that's where we come in. We're like six points. That's, that's, that's good. Like uh-huh. if we can keep it or win, you know, by six or seven points, that's great. You know, I'm not, we're not going to be, it's not going to be a 14, 21 point blowout, even though we're playing at home and it's during the day, whatever. And so a lot of the consensus were, um, we looked about as good as we thought we were. Yeah. Now, a lot of people didn't think that the defensive secondary was going to, you know, lay a bunch of eggs, but they overthrew some balls too. Yeah. So if you think back to the Texas game last year, uh, it was the same exact thing. Now, we beat the shit out of Texas, but they also they also overthrew eight balls yeah. that could have easily given them five more touchdowns. Same yeah. with yesterday. They overthrew six balls. Three of those could have been 100% touchdowns, and we would have been here, you know, upset right now. Yeah, so leaving 35 points yeah, on the board. Yeah, but a lot of people, you know, their mindset is we won, so they forget about all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of where we come in and say, hey, we could be – we won, but we can be so much better because when we play next week, the quarterback's a little bit better, supposedly, so he may not overthrow those balls. So we yeah. got to get this stuff cleaned up. Yeah, so. I mean, there's plenty of stuff to work on during the week of practice. Absolutely. And, you know, and like you said, you know, the off day today, back to, to practice this week and everything. Um, but the one thing that Arkansas did bring back is I'm I'm not an Arkansas fan per se. I live here. I'm a free agent in college football because my college sucks at football. But come basketball season, all you guys, you're all. <laughs> Which is your what, what are you talking about? Kansas. I'm I'm a Kansas guy. But <sighs> <laughs> but the one thing that Arkansas did bring back is they brought back all their coordinators. That's you know sure. that's a that's a, a higher step up because. There's plenty of jobs out there, but what this coaching staff is doing, it's creating a place for the the players to come because you're seeing how the money is just going running wild now. Right. And, you know, SEC is going to run the gambit. You know, Big Ten has a contract where they're they're making eight, 
no, seven billion dollars in eight years, almost a billion dollars a year off TV revenue. Mm. SEC is going to be next, and then with you know the Pac-12 disintegrating and right. before our eyes and everybody moving in that way, mm-hmm. so being able to have the coaching staff be, you know, continuous and having the kids who you re- recruit and you're not hitting the transfer portal window window and just having those kids come in that yep. helps build the culture, the team, yep. everything around it. Yeah. And, and, and it, and it keeps that consistency that you already had. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing worse. When I was a player, we had uh, two different defensive coordinators and it was different. Like it, the, it, it's the styles are changing schemes, and, the, yeah. and the schemes are changing. Thank you. And there's a lot of schools that, you hear about it all the time. This is a four-year starter quarterback, and he's on his fourth yeah, offensive quarterback. Right. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. with this being Kendall Brown's third year, second consecutive year with KJ, we were really looking forward to actually seeing how that was going to gel because mm-hmm. it's never happened before with those two in particular. So, And, and also for recruiting, like you said, they, they want to know that when they commit to a school or thinking about a school that the people that came and talked to them are still going to be there when they get there. You know, that's a big deal. So, uh, and the NIL is huge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think they said last year or this year to date, um, the Arkansas team players are about, three million dollars worth of nil collectively which to me that's that seems really low mm-hmm. uh compared to a lot of other schools but that's really high compared to what we used to get <laughs> <laughs> yeah because you got how many big businesses that are worldwide are based oh out of northwest you have walmart oh tyson jb yeah. hunt i mean there's some yeah, jb hunt yeah. remington uh ammunition yeah. and then you have jerry Rogers. jones who's yeah. you know cowboys owner but yeah. arkansas alum yeah and he's just yeah there's yeah. there's plenty the way the nil is going it's going to become crazier than it already is because you you had jimbo fisher and saban fighting like two brothers we talked about last week yeah. now they're mm-hmm. just bickering the whole the whole way but it's just yeah. there, it's there's crazy it, yeah it's crazy but I'm glad it. I'm I'm happy for those guys. Oh God, yeah, yeah. because uh, you know, Decor and I we say often uh, we remember sitting in Walton Hall uh, as freshmen, thinking, "Man, I am hungry." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and and Bruff is way up the hill. Bruff sucks. The food is terrible. Blah 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 blah. And now, you know, as an alumni, we go back uh, yesterday. Walk through all the facilities, man. They got Chick Fil A. Yeah. They got Slim's Chicken in the facilities right yeah. now. We're like, dude, dude this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, uh, they don't have to worry about uh, eating or which one of us is going to drive to save gas or you know whatever it is. Yeah. The things that we have to go through, and that's great. I just wish it was retroactive a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> just give me something. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean? we we talked about it. Um, a while back, they changed the rules maybe, what, two, three years ago with the SEC stuff where they could give them a bagel and that was considered a snack. But if they put cream cheese on it, it's considered breakfast and it counts as one of their meals. It counts as a meal. Yeah. So it's like only even, even when my brother is at tech. Like that, yeah. Like he got a big, thick NCAA rule book of yeah. what you can and cannot do and right. stuff like that. It's just absurd. Yeah. Who can take you like, Mm -hmm. uh, I know when I was coming out, uh, I played AAU basketball, shout out to the Arkansas Wings, Um, and and coaches that we've grew up with since we were like 13, 
yeah. you know, coached us all of our lives or whatever. But once I started getting recruited, they can know I like I couldn't go stay at their house. They couldn't take me out to eat. And I'm just like, they're like, you can't, you can't yeah. do that because this could come back and say that we were trying to influence you. But you know, it's just crazy. And now, you know, these players have the opportunity to buy their own cars. They're, they're, you know, buying plane tickets for their family. Like that's, it's such a great thing. But when you really think about how much money do we generate as a football team? Of billions. Yeah, so much. Yeah. Um, and so why can't they have that opportunity? You know, if, 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 if somebody's going to go into Walmart and buy a 21 jersey, then I should be able to get that. You know, uh, like I said, I play 01 through 05, and, and back then the EA Sports mm-hmm. NCAA football was out. Oh, yeah. Uh, had the opportunity to be on that game. Still have those games, by the way. Nice. Uh, and my player looks just like me, <laughs> just like me. But a little more pixelated at the, though. At the time, he was probably a little bit slower than I actually really was. But <laughs> uh, but his goatee was the same. Yeah. I've worn a goatee for twenty years, but whatever. Um, but at the time, we we weren't getting paid for that. Yeah. And I think it was two tickers kickers out of the Pac-12 or something like that uh, started this lawsuit and then uh, about eight years ago I finally got paid for being on the game. Oh wow. Uh, But now that's what's taken the new NCAA game to come out so long Mm -hmm. because they're working out all the yeah, it's coming uh, out right. this, this season I believe. Uh, It's been gone for seven, eight years. I'll be first in line. Yeah. Yeah, And I will remake myself <laughs> <laughs> well, just imagine how much like the technology is gained oh, in yeah. the past 20 years it'd be ridiculous you just take a picture of yourself it'd be and ridiculous. just import you in and yeah if i was to, uh, if 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 that game from the original playstation 2 i think it was uh would work in my playstation 5 right now mm-hmm. it would look dumb you know if you go back you and play like bars on the, oh on the, god on the it would side. look so crazy <laughs> because now it looks like it the looks games like look like you're actually watching it on tv yeah. you know uh and back then it, we, it was more square your face was you know or the was like your uh, body was square you got a straight jaw yeah it was crazy tech mobile yeah. <laughs> now they're now they're blinking and sweating, sweating on the games and, and stuff yeah. like that and when you can customize like your Wave to the crowd and it's all kinds crazy. of stuff. It's, it's like it's I, I, it's I love the uh, there's a there's a meme of like LeBron where it shows like his first year of like EA NBA like I guess two K oh four whatever yeah. to now it's just like he looks like an eight bit character to like which one's the real picture or <laughs> yeah. which one's the, the it's CGI. unreal the technology no yeah but c- completely awesome you know kudos to those guys I just from from a former player perspective. I just wish or, or hope that they appreciate it, that they stay humble about it, you know, uh, because one of the things that we get to do as former players is go visit, go talk to the players, go visit the facilities and whatnot. Uh, and I and I talk about it often, you know, we walk through the locker room and there's trash and stuff everywhere. We would have never mm-hmm. done that, first of all, or been allowed to do that. Yeah. Uh, and it's just different times. I know these kids are different, but hey, man, respect the stuff that you got. Yeah. Because just 20 years ago, this locker room did not look like this. And we thought we had one of the greatest locker rooms in the country, but not compared to what they have right yeah. now. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. Ridiculously awesome. 
by the way. <laughs> so, I mean, but yeah, that's just the sign of the times. So do you, do you feel like the payment of the players with the NIL, mm-hmm. knowing how much money the sport generates for the schools, mm-hmm. does that fall strictly on the corporations and for the boosters? Or do you think the schools will eventually step in regulate it and regulate it or just be like, all right, this is true amateurism right now. It's shammer shammaturism because mm-hmm. I mean, this is just free amateurism for NFL for the people who make, who make it to the next level. Yeah. Um, of course not everybody does, mm-hmm. but some people will get a chance. Some will yeah. continue on, but do you feel like that is in the future where it actually will come down to the schools and then have the trickle down effect, even though the trickle down effect doesn't work on anything, and it goes to the, you know, the gymnastics, the baseball. But with sure. Arkansas, you know, the basketball team is coming up. The baseball team is tremendous. The track and field right. has been tremendous my yeah. whole time I've lived in Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. So you know, you get all the major sports in Arkansas. At least has you know the avenue to create their own revenue. Yeah. But then you have other schools that yeah. don't. But I guess. Longer question short is, do you, you feel like the NIL will strictly be just corporations or will the uh, the schooling itself eventually get to the point of paying, you know, the players? Yeah, I don't think the schools will ever be involved in it uh, just because of the NCAA. Uh, and the reason why I say that is because even with the NIL now, uh, when, when players are being recruited – they, they, they call it – it's a different committee mm-hmm. that handles the NIL. Um, and so what happens is the schools appoint people to deal with the corporations to work out the deals for the individual players or the group of players or whatever it is, um, which I think is the right way to do it because a corporation can come in and say, I want to offer Aaron Shuttleworth – you know, $2 million to come and be a part of my podcast every, every year or, or every week or whatever for the year. But when the school gets it in the school, the school has the right to say, well, Aaron Shuttleworth is a part of the football team. So he is not generating any money for the tennis team. So we need to take some of that $2 million and divvy it up on the other sports swimming Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever tennis, uh, but that takes away from what the individual player has the ability to generate. So I, I hope the schools doesn't get involved because the corporations, they're doing it the right way, you know. Um, and they, the big jump from NIL from last year to this year is last year it was the main players. Yeah, yeah. This year you see more offensive linemen yeah. getting deals, defensive linemen getting deals, punters getting deals, whereas it's not just the main people, which I think is also the best way to do it. Yeah. Because I always thought about it, it was like, damn, well, you know, K.J. Jefferson's getting an NIL deal, but I'm the one that blocks for his ass every single time. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Like, a block every once right. in a while. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you don't want to get it to where – excuse me, that individual player is making so much money resentment and all that, that people don't like them anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, my big thing with the NIL is you give an 18-year-old player $2 million, now they're making more money than their position coach <laughs> that's trying to teach him something. What is their incentive to learn? Yeah. You know, whatever. Now, I hadn't really seen this like I thought I would. 
but it, it's completely different than the NFL. I mean, you guys see how NFL players talk to their coaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But those are supposed to be, quote, grown men, mm-hmm. and they're getting paid millions and millions of dollars. It's just it's just a different level. But if you have the opportunity as a college athlete to step off the field after you're done and have some money saved up, that way your life when you first get out is not like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Now yeah. I got to go work at McDonald's for five years before I – now I can be like, okay, well – uh, I, I have this opportunity. I have some time. I can invest in this or this or this or this or that to have a little bit more easier life after the fact if you don't get to go. Yeah. Well, and even the fact, like, I think even before the NIL came in, like, athletes couldn't have a, a summer job, a – Could. Uh, or not, not, a, not a summer job, but, like, a job during the, during se- the season. During the season. Right. Just to negate the well, even the, the summer job kind of you stuff. can only make two thousand dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's not much of any so. But but again, yeah. like you're saying, you know, now you don't have to rely on all your buddies cramming all your right pulling your money together to you know split a McChicken or whatever. Yeah, who's making the ramen this yeah. week? <laughs> yeah, which I still love ramen noodles. Oh yeah, I do too. <laughs> so, Steve, let me ask you this: Do you think we could like get an nil for like let's sponsor like the uh, the long snapper? Like hundred bucks a year, be like, like just like I'm sponsored by by the straight cut. That would be pretty just like cool. An, like a, an obtuse player, I'd throw a couple hundred but, bucks at that. But be funny, like the long snapper, <laughs> the holder, which is normally the punter or something, or just like something out there. That'd be funny. <laughs> he would take it too. <laughs> you know that that almost be worth a couple hundred bucks just to be like it would. Yeah, be. I have an like I have an nil with uh, with a Razorback player. And they do it white. They do it white. <laughs> they do it white. No, and they do it. They they do it right, man. And because the the NCAA also gives stipends here and there mm-hmm. too. So so none of these guys are hurt. I mean, I, I, or hurting for a meal, I would yeah. say. Uh, the training table meals are a hundred thousand times better than what we had, even though we had it really good. Yeah. Uh, as far as food and stuff like that, but uh, they they do it right. They 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 make sure uh, that most of other people are taken care of. Well, and they've put so much focus in the last like five or six years in the nutrition of things, sure. and especially when you you know in the off season strength conditioning and. You know, they're, they're a lot more aware of, yeah. like, hey, we need to make sure this guy's not eating McDonald's every meal right. and gaining, yeah. you know, 40 pounds in the offseason. Then yeah. we got to go run it off of him. Yeah. Well, like the, the, so they're much better yeah, about that, and too. And it's like the, you know, the, the kinesiology has grown tremendously from 2000 to 2022 now. Yeah. Just like, I mean, my, I mean, my brother played. He's a big guy like me, but he's like, he got to the point where he's like, God, I'm just so tired of eating. Yeah. Like I have to, I have to eat, yeah. you know, fifteen thousand calories a meal just to make sure I, I yeah. keep it three hundred pounds. You Sustain know? it, yeah. Shout out to everybody with a kinesiology degree like myself, <laughs> two thousand five BSE. There you go, University of Arkansas. That's what. Anyway, I go that's ahead. What, that's Aaron. what I was going to do for is kinesiology. <laughs> that's what I want to do. I but yeah, it's tough, you know. And one of the things that we learned that we didn't know uh, when we walked through the facility um, Friday night um, was. They have new special nutritionists, nutritionists, mm-hmm. just like you said, um, but they have individual meal plans for every single player, mm-hmm. every single team, uh, so they're able to watch it now. Whereas before, man, we would go to KFC. That's when the little, I think the sliders or whatever oh, were yeah. just started. Oh, yeah. They were like a dollar. <laughs> the chicken sandwich <laughs> made of like chicken, the chicken bread. Yeah, and just the chicken. A, <laughs> when you think about it now, it's like. 
Is that it? But oh my God, it was so good. It was literally a Hawaiian bun with a slice of chicken, some, ma- yeah. some mayonnaise, and some lettuce. And it was like the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. When I was in college, it was the uh, the taco pack with like 12 tacos. Oh, in for it. $6? The, the party yeah, pack. The party pack. Yeah. Shit, you know what the party pack is now? That thing's like 20 bucks. It is $22 it's for 12 tacos. It's yeah. crazy. And by the time you get to the last taco, it's all soggy and yeah, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it started a hard, hard taco. I remember 12 tacos when I was at Mayflower. 12 tacos. You can get 12 tacos for like $4 or something. Yeah. And, dude, that's where we went. Friday oh, yeah. night after the game. Oh, yeah. Oh my God! Now that's the dollar ridiculous. menu at McDonald's. Oh, see, when I played, it was Arby's five for five. You can't even get yeah. a regular roast beef for five bucks now. No. That's right. That's right. Like they're giving this shit away for five of them for five bucks. And and, and now you know, like I got five kids now, so that you know my phone's <laughs> over here blowing up about food. <laughs> it will spend sixty dollars at McDonald's in one setting. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> and I'm like. I don't even like McDonald's. It is like what, yeah, it's not that good. I mean, but that's just the way it is right now. Taco Bell's the same way. We'll spend seventy dollars. Oh, I can Taco do that Bell. myself though. I mean, that's just you gotta you gotta pump those numbers up, man. It depends on which Taco Bell you go to. Now, I wouldn't mind spending it, but some of these Taco Bells, like the one we got in Mall Mail right now, is true super trash. You gotta come over to the Bryant side and just threaten me with that's a good time. Nice I'll come. Nice there, yeah. I will come. Yeah. I probably have real chicken over there. <laughs> they, they, they're a little stingy on the sauce, though. It's like, I don't think that comes out of your pocket. Yeah. Give me like the sauce. Like, like the mild sauce and stuff? Yeah. Really? Like, I think that's a company-wide thing. They've cut back on that. I mean, that it's, like they, it's like they think that comes out of their paycheck. Well, it's the whatever. same thing at, like, McDonald's. They used to just load you with napkins and ketchup, yeah. right? Now, like, you, you, you get two it. napkins. Yeah. That's it. But here's the yeah. thing. If I get four tacos and I ask for hot and mild, I would assume you think I want... One for one of each kind for each taco. Like, give me eight packets. Don't give me too hot, too mild. Because then I'm like, oh, shit. What do I do? Do I mix two and two dry, or do I go individuals? Like, it's a, it's an issue. Yeah. First world problems, right problem. there, buddy. First no, world that is problems. a real problem. Is it? Yeah. That is a real issue, man. Because you don't want to get home and you have no sauce. Oh, that's the worst. And I'm like, the good thing is, I don't even want to. There's eat always it. that drawer. That has like yeah, yeah. but then you're looking through and you're sauce. like, oh, can I mix like Taco Bueno with yeah. with Taco Bell? Like, <laughs> can I put Polynesian sauce? <laughs> yeah, on my Sweet chalupa and sour on a chalupa. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's when I you think get... everybody has that. Yeah, I used to think that that was a black thing. Oh but no, everybody has that. We have that. a we have a red pan that sits in our refrigerator, and it's nothing but condiments from yep. different vegetables. Oh yeah. So if we forget, we're like. Check the red pan. Oh yeah. Yep. If the red pan is dry, we like. God. You always know. You're, you always know when you're getting to the bottom when like the Captain D's are visible. Oh, oh. you're seeing like the the tartar sauce. It's, and the, it's the Zaxby sauce for oh, us because yeah. they're the fattest ones. <laughs> yeah. So if you so have nothing but oh god, yeah. if you see nothing but Zaxby's, we need to make another trip. <laughs> like we would go. We got to go back. We got to go back. So uh, where can we, where can the listeners find your show? Yeah, so we are on Facebook, Facebook Live. Uh, We've had a lot of different people come to us, different uh, platforms and whatnot. But for what, you know, I work full time, Blake works full time. So for what we do and what we want to do, Facebook is the best. Uh, And ever since I started it, it's gotten better as a platform now. A lot of people, I mean, Facebook's got everything. Now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, so we're on Facebook. Um, you just type in your little magnifying glass, keep it real with Lorenzo Robinson. It'll pop right up. 
click like the page and you'll get a notification every time we go live. Every time I go live with anything, um, it'll pop up just like so many others, you know, with TikTok mm-hmm. and uh, Instagram and all those things, similar platforms. Yep. Uh, but I just can't, I can't handle everything. Like I can, I can barely do Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Like I couldn't do Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. It's just, <laughs> it's just too much. I was, saying, I was, I was on, I was a guest on your show last week. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for sure. Found out you're pro pineapple on pizza, which I got to say, welcome, Hell to, yeah. welcome to the dark side. I enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this show embraces pineapple on pizza. Yeah. I, oh, I, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Like I, I am surprised, I guess is a good word to find out that, so many people do not like pineapples on pizzas. Like, and I think it's like one of the greatest things oh, in the world. Wonderful, yeah. but it's not. It's not really pizza, I guess. If you put pineapples, I'm like bullshit. Yeah, why is it not pizza? So I can't put ranch on my pizza either. <laughs> like, we can have a whole show about what you could put on your pizza. It's your pizza. Do what you want with. I'm it. putting pineapples and I'm putting bacon on that mug, <laughs> and it's going to be bacon on delicious. anything is good. It doesn't oh matter. Gosh. But David, David is the guy that we had a guess uh-huh. uh, from. He's from Italy, and he was like, just appalled. Now I was in Italy. So yeah, here's the thing. You tell me. Okay, I was in Italy, and we went to a pizza place, and they had pineapple pizza. Shut up! I swear. He what did he, he, he said? He said you would get kicked out of the restaurant. I'm just telling you, I was there, and they had one with pineapple on it. Well, I'm. Now listen, it was probably a tourist town. I'm about to say know. that, it, but no, still, it wasn't like, it's generated for the American. And the argument yeah. I get from a lot of people is that pizza is not Italian. It's technically not. It's an American dish, right? No, it's not. <laughs> no, I would I would agree with that because I, I'm kind of a foodie too, uh, and so I love a um, a traditional pizza, but I just have to add some more to it. Yeah. You know, just the red sauce and cheese. I just um, oh, I can't even remember now what they call it. Margarita. Margarita pizza. But uh, I got to have all the other stuff, too. Like, I mean, I just, but pineapples, yes. Me and you, I, I, your your episode was pineapples on a pizza fight me or <laughs> yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm with that. So I'll I, throw a couple punches for some pineapple. So that's how that, because I came on, I came on last week after him, and I sat in a chair, be like, hey, thanks for having me on. I just want to say, I fully agree with you. Pineapple belongs on pizza. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> and it does. 1,000%. But, but yeah, man, we're on, we're on Facebook. Keep it real. Uh, we're going strong. Actually, this is the first place I will announce this. This is uh, going to be the last season, actually, of, of Keep It Real. Really? Yeah. With my son, we talked about it pre-show, mm-hmm. but with my son going to college next year, we'll be doing a lot more traveling. Uh, so, just won't have time. So, not even the keep it real listeners know. Ooh, so wow, all of y'all are that's big. So what you need to do access. is tease on your side that they need to listen to this show. To get Breaking news, yeah, for keep it real. Um, for somebody probably does, uh, and they'll they'll send me a message probably in about two hours. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? What? Uh, so it'll be a big deal, you know. Yeah. We'll we'll lead up to it. We're we're trying to be strategic on when we announce it on KIR because mm. uh, you know I want it to be I want it to be done the right way but um, I think I'm safe here so we only got about five cigar smokers on the, on the deal. <laughs> which is crazy because West End Cigars yeah. is like it's our, gear, one of the main our gear sponsor yeah. well we're, uh, we're raising probably, those numbers we yeah. probably got more actually now that I really think about who tr- like when I say cigar smokers I'm talking about like 
like we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yes, would yeah. like sit down and really smoke a cigar. Like Blake, Blake came over at like three o'clock. Yeah. So we try to get a cigar in before, before we start the show. The show. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, um, but yeah, that's so. So that's you, where I'm at. Have you ever thought about doing like a like a live watch along, like where you're watching the game while on yes. Facebook and stuff? Yes. And uh, I've had every year somebody asks us to do that, uh, or they ask me to do that. But uh, that's that's also kind of why I did halftime by the pool, mm-hmm. uh, because I'm still. I still, even though I've been out almost 20 years, I'm still super, like, I'm way You're into it. Like, and I can't. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, like, it would be funny for some people, I'm sure, or interesting. <laughs> you, you take the armchair quarterback to the next it's, level. It's, it's the next level because I'm still in the mode of, and even the people that come and watch games with me, yeah, uh, like, they know already. Like in the middle of a game, I will stop it and rewind it, stop it, rewind it, play it like I'm actually watching film back yeah. in the day. Yeah. And I will get up and dr- like draw up what was supposed to be done. So a three hour show is six hours. Oh, yeah. It would be, <laughs> it would be crazy. And I know, but you know, I, I just, uh, we'll, we'll stick to halftime by the pool and stick to, you know, KR live on Sundays. But a lot of people have asked that. Um, and so, but what I try to do is stay connected. Yeah. Throughout the show. So at least people know what I'm thinking at the time. And then if they disagree or whatever, then we can address that on the show. There's been times I've brought out a whiteboard and stuff like that because people, it's just, it's just a different perspective. Yeah. And, 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 and just to be honest with you, the regular fan, they watch the game completely Mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I've noticed this just from people who come over in all the years since I've been out and even people who go religiously to the game, they still watch it differently. Yeah. Uh, and so when we first started, there was a lot of kickback. Why are you talking like this? Why are you and now people understand because yeah. I'll break that shit down. Yeah. And then I'll make you feel, I'll make you feel stupid about what you thought because mm-hmm. it's not even close to reality, yeah. you know? Uh, and so, but now I don't think I'll ever do that. It's kind of like, you know, calling for Bryant for so many years. Some people are like, Oh, did you see that play? I'm like, Nope. I'm watching it so intently, making sure I get everything right. Yeah. I can't – I mean, I just have to watch so focused in on what's happening there yeah. that I, I wasn't able to see different. the whole field and, and mm-hmm. see what happens. And then I have to rely on my yeah. replay guy to, you know, then I can see like, oh, yeah, you know, you're too high safety over there. Yeah. That's why the coverage was so good. 100%. Blah, blah, blah. One of the, the things I hate the most is running backs. Uh, when people say, why didn't he hit this hole? He should have ran there. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, the Mike linebacker was blitzing through the B gap. Mm-hmm. The play you, was designed you, to you go get a through fat the B gap. Butt right there in the middle, and he can't and go so nowhere. So <laughs> he's using his vision to cut to the A mm-hmm. to make somebody miss. And they're like, "Well, we have so many cuts. You should be up here on a Sunday afternoon. Oh my gosh, bro. <laughs> football! I want to do it, but then again, I don't. Dude, it's tough, you know, because it'll piss me off. Like even <laughs> even when I go to the games. Um, my wife's constantly rubbing on my shoulders. She's like, baby, don't just don't say anything. Just, <laughs> just don't, because it makes me so upset when you, I mean, it's, and it's not their fault. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not really mad at them per se. It's just ignorance. And they just, they just blindly watch the game. They have no idea. It's like I mentioned earlier, you know, all they know is that we won. They don't know that. Yeah. We could have very easily lost this game. Uh, 
And if we're going to, you know, correct this stuff before we actually play Alabama or mm-hmm. LSU or Ole Miss or somebody who's actually watching these games yeah. mm-hmm. and don't care if we won, a, won or lost. Yeah. That they're fixing to capitalize because we're going to play yeah. a quarterback that doesn't overthrow balls. Yep. And so, yeah, we won. That's great. Rah, rah, rah. But, I mean, we, we, there, there's some trouble. Yeah, we got there. a lot of work to do. Yeah, yeah. there's some trouble and there. Especially so. with the next week coming up is Bobby Petrino coming back. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Well, so. We, we uh, kick off, kick off uh, next week Go is ahead. 11 o'clock. Uh, 11 o'clock. Uh at home mm-hmm. against South Carolina, and That's then the week after that is uh, it'll probably State. be another eleven o'clock game. Yeah. I would imagine. I mean, shaping up to be a you know the to have the ESPN crew at that would be great. Fayetteville for if they at the Alabama if they go game. Alabama uh, you know three and three at the time. Yeah, both teams. I mean, it's shaping up that way. Yeah. If you know Ar- Alabama, more than likely will get their job done. Yeah. Now Arkansas has to you know yeah. two foes coming up yeah. to do that. Man, one at a time. Uh, yep. To get to that game four and zero though. Mm-hmm. Oh, big big. It, it'd be the biggest game in the country probably. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, I had looked at, excuse me, other people's schedules, uh, but just and that's probably biased too, I guess to to say those words. But uh, for us, it would be the biggest game. I think statistically, country. Arkansas has the toughest schedule. Sure. This year, absolutely. So it's well, anytime one. you play, you know, I mean, again, SEC in the SEC schools, West, I mean, yeah, yeah it's just yeah. you're going to be up there. I mean, and you know, they our non-conference games are good. Well, too. they play. You know, they they scheduled this the Cincinnati game right two three seasons right. You know, in the past before they were who they are now and what they might come, become. You know, and sen- what Cincinnati needs is they need Arkansas to continue on being good. So this doesn't early lost doesn't yeah, hurt too do- much. Doesn't hurt too much. Kind of like what Notre Dame Ohio State last night. You know. And, you know, we can do a whole other show on, you know, what the news came out yesterday with the expand, expanded playoff system going right. to 12 in two years and just so on and so forth. But, yeah. uh, you know, we, we're, I know we're pushing up against it, but sure. what's the – what do you see this season going like, not for just Arkansas, but what do you see, you know, coming January, I guess, is when they're playing playoffs? And who do you think will be there? Oh, my gosh. Georgia looked really good last night. I mean, against the Oregon team at Oregon. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It looked really, really – And Oregon didn't put up a touchdown. Just uh, Looked really good. But Oregon had Bo Nix at quarterback, and mm-hmm. I've always thought Bo Nix wasn't a very good quarterback. Bo Nix has never but beat whatever. Georgia, either yeah, here so, like there or with uh, uh, Auburn. But like you just said, to piggyback off what you just said, Cincinnati has a chance to go undefeated in their conference, which mm-hmm. would boost our mm-hmm. you know ratings or mm-hmm. whatever if we continue to do well. Uh but on the flip side of that, if we tank and Cincinnati wins out, that is just another reason for the voters to say it was a fluke game, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But for us, I mean, I can very easily see us winning over eight games. Uh, I think my prediction on the show last week was 10-2. and two. I can very easily see that. Uh, but I can very easily see us at 9-3. and three. As well, I think anything yeah. below eight wins, w- 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 it would be a good season as far as you know, you'll go to a bowl game and all that kind of stuff, but it would be kind of hard to take. Yeah, well, um, I mean, if you think about it, before Sam Pittman got here, sure. I mean, we were really bad. Oh, yeah. god, really bad. I remember who was, a, yeah. who, was, who was a coach that like leaned over and like smile. Smile. Oh, that was John L. John Smith. L. We don't Smith. say that name. Yeah, we don't say that name or the, or the short guy. We call him the short guy. That's right. 
So it, you know, he's done. Yeah, miracle. But, but, but you know how. School. But you know how fans are. Yeah, I get it. Especially our fans. Yep. You know, we don't forget how bad it was. Yep. But we are very aware of how good it is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this game, like if we would have got blew out yesterday, thirty-four to seven or something crazy then I think a lot of our fans would have said, oh, no, here we go again, mm-hmm. back to where we were. But like I said earlier, a lot of us uh, fans felt like we could win that game, yeah. no matter if they were in the playoffs or not. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that's it. That's just where we are right now. Uh, and so um, even though it was that bad, I think we expect – there's nothing wrong with expectations, but to me, when you start over expectating, you know, like you're yeah. not going to win the conference this year. Right? There's no, there, I mean, there's just no way. Yeah. Where we want to beat Alabama, where we got a great shot at beating Alabama, that's good and fine to, to feel that way. But I'm more of a statistics, break it down, that you know, yeah. player by player type deal, and it sounds great. You may feel it, uh, but it, you know, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but just over the over expectations, where we're a little bit more on, on my show, saying you know, just, we like to say pump your brakes, mm-hmm. just just yeah. just please pump your brakes. Well, we get some flack for that. Why can't you just? I'm like, well, I don't. I just don't see it that way. Yeah. Do, do you see them You're breaking the top real. ten by the end of the year? Yeah, absolutely. I think we'd be in the top ten if we win the first four games. Okay. Well, for, for yeah, sure. I mean, I, I'm with you. I think nine and three. I think we probably lose to A and M. We lose to Alabama, and I'm I'm taking a bit of a step. But I think one of the Mississippi schools probably surprises us. I think um, Mississippi State's probably going to look a little better than they have. I think he's kind of coming into his own it, with that team, but we'll see. Uh, but weird, those are going to be it, tough games. Those are going to be hard fought games. Which huh? one? Leach. Which one? Which one's the, uh, the Mike Leach? Leach, yeah, yeah He's at Mississippi State. What a weird cat. Which is weird because I really wanted Mike Leach. Like, I thought. Oh, yeah. You know, b- before we got. Oh, Sam, what, yeah. What he ran in Washington was. Oh, I was like, I thought Mike Leach. That was offense, great coach, yeah. But then when he went to Mississippi State, I was like, this guy sucks. Like, he, <laughs> like this guy's dumb. Well, so traditionally his third year is when he really starts to catch it. Most coaches, yeah. Yeah. So Most I coaches. think there'll be a tougher school. To play than a lot of the the other teams, but when you think about it, we should be three and zero against Mike yeah. Leach. The first year that he was there, we got hosed yep. in Starkville, yeah, and we won last year. It wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the score, but and this year, but we're better too. Yeah, uh, you I know? agree. Um, and so I think that's where we're at, bowl wise. Uh, if we can get, uh, I mean, even if we are in the, let's say we're ranked number ten. And we lose to Alabama, who would then probably be still ranked number two. Yep. Um, but it just depends on if the Ohio rest State the slips up. Yep. You know, God forbid Arkansas State beat Ohio State next week. That would be stupid <laughs> crazy, right? Come on, Red Wolves. Uh, right? <laughs> and then everybody in the world would once again be saying Arkansas State's better than Arkansas. Like, pump your Oh, brakes. little yeah. brother. Little brother always knocks on the down. door. Pump, pump your <laughs> Slow brakes. down. Uh, but I think we can, I mean uh, – the playoffs is not out of out of reach for us. Our 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 schedule sets up for it if yeah. we can play ball. But a lot of things have to happen too. A lot when, of people. Yeah. Lose. In two years, I mean, with the way expanded playoffs to twelve teams, it we'll definitely looks better. Yeah, we'll for be that. There. Well, I say that, but it depends on. 
Yeah, it's a, team it's a, development. Yeah, There's a lot of say, It's a year by year basis. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, the hard part with this one is you've got Alabama and Georgia that more than likely will both make it, right? Yeah, I mean, well, at least they're on the different sides of the bracket. I mean, that's the yeah, but it's tough to get a, a Georgia's third not even school. number one in the East right now. I know, but you know who number one in the East is right now? Vanderbilt. Fandy. Unbelievable, right? Yeah. yeah, that won't last very long. <laughs> no. <laughs> but they're using that knowledge they got at the uh, I bet everybody Vandy. who roots for Vandy right now is like, just take a picture of it, <laughs> blow it up, put it on your That's wall, right. and say we were number one in the East yeah. for 36 my, hours. My aunt's a professor at, at Vanderbilt. Yeah. So <laughs> 36 yeah. hours, we were number one in the East. <laughs> Uh, well, appreciate the time for you stepping Absolutely. Yeah, I got to go, you man. I, I really appreciate it, and I like this. Yeah. Congrats to you guys. This right. is awesome. Thanks. Hey, Thanks for it. the cigar, man. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I was planning on coming back this week anyway. <laughs> I'm, about, I'm running low. I try to stop in each place, uh, West End, Conway, and here. So you're going to be doing any shows at either location this year? Yeah, I'll, I'll check with Brandon. We try to do uh, – this was a really cool setup. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I thought yeah. it was going to be more loud and everything. But yeah. um, the West End and Conway, we're, we're right out in the middle of yeah. everything. Yeah. So when people walking in or whatnot. But um, to give Brandon and you guys the most that we can give, we try to do it at, at both places. We did a halftime by the pool here mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. Uh, and so now that he is big time, big time sponsored, that we 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 want to do. I'll bring the kiddie pool. I'll sit in it, you know, <laughs> splash around. <laughs> definitely, definitely do it again, man. And uh, I really enjoyed it. Yes, yeah. anytime. Yeah. Thank you. Anytime you want to come back, just let us know, and you're you got an open invitation. Fabulous. Fabulous. Smoke more cigars and talk more football. And let me. I got to get back. And make sure my wife. It's not burned down the kitchen. No, I'm just kidding. She's, she's a good. She's a great cook. Make great sure the cook. condiments are in the red pot. Man, we got, I do need to check my red pot now because <laughs> we did go to Zaxby's last week, and I know Zaxby's. You know they they charge like twenty cents now for Zaxby's. Oh, no. Yeah, it's crazy. What kind of world? Are I we don't know. In? It's nuts. But guys, I really appreciate it. Thank you, sir. I'm gonna jump out of here. Let's touch on the cigar real quick. Um. Yeah, it's a good one. I mean, it's it's yeah. You know the the Mexican San Andreas. It's my favorite wrapper that's out there on the market. You know, we've talked about it numerous times. You know, remember when San Andreas was just the dog turd? Of yeah. It? But now San Andreas is for me my be- my favorite. I don't want to say it's the best, but it's my favorite. Um, the toothiness of it, the flavor that comes off of it. As Doug says, the dirty chocolate. You just get the <laughs> you get the flavors. Um, and you know, and this is a high rank cigar. This was was this the number one? It was number two number in twenty fourteen. Oh, twenty fourteen. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just and it's a beautiful band. I mean, it's ornate. It's elegant. Yeah. It's this might be my favorite of the EP Carrillo stuff that they have now. Uh, I'll agree with that. Yeah, it's I'll, really good. I'll agree with that. Uh, yeah, really nice like espresso definitely note to it. This is a great end of the night cigar, like you said. Like yeah. to me, I've always thought espresso as a night cigar or as a as an evening drink. Um, espresso just calms me down, chills me down, makes me tired. So this with a good cigar, uh, definitely way to go. And you know, this is my fit for six cigar today, and there's still plenty of flavor. You know, I haven't burned off my palate with anything else today, um, and this is a, a solid one all the way through. Yeah. 
it's really good. I mean, you you could easily smoke this. Really, you could smoke it anytime. If you like, smoke this with a cup of coffee in the morning, oh, still yeah. be good. Yeah, yeah. Throw this might in be a little like, full for some people, but but like with you, you you love the the Ashton Maduro classic yeah. Maduro as a morning cigar. This can definitely go into that same category. You get a little bit of like uh, on the retro, you get a little bit of that that musky funk aroma and flavor. That a little bit of that Grandma's Attic uh, yeah. coming off of it. Um, yeah, but this is just a what was the the binder and filler again? So it's Ecuadorian binder, Nicaraguan filler. Okay, yeah, that I mean. I mean, what Nicaraguan's doing too is just—it's unreal. And yeah, they're—I mean—they're growing the best tobacco in the world, probably yeah, right I now. Mean, just the soy. I mean, you—you've been in Nicaragua. I haven't been able to make it down there yet, but just—I've seen pictures. That just the richness of the soil yeah. is just unbelievable. It's and just and you just see the per, the product that you know the factories are making, and this being being one of them. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's wonderful. So we got his rendition of you know he said ten and two, nine and three. You know, he keeps it real. Again, I've said I'm not an Arkansas fan. I'm a free agent, so I just root for – I just want good games. Yep. And this week we've got a lot of it. Uh, you know, starting Thursday night was an awesome game with Pitt mm-hmm. and uh, West Virginia all the way to, you know, in real time yesterday, Saturday, you had North, Car- North Carolina, Appalachian State. You know, Appalachian State scoring 40 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that what is, did that game end up – it was like 61-63 last time I saw um, it. I mean, it was a huge game. So that's how it ended, uh, going for a two-point conversion to tie it with like nine seconds ago, and he he just he didn't make it. I, he stopped, kind of stuttered a little bit, and the line the 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 left side linebacker got to him. Yeah, if he wouldn't have stopped and stuttered, I th- he, it would have been a race. He yeah, might yeah. have been able to make it, but I mean, even like right now, you got LSU, Florida State going on, and it's halftime. Florida State up seven to three. It's like it's crazy how. I thought more scoring would happen, but also this is first week for a lot of teams. You got to you, you're knocking off that rust. Well, and LSU's got a brand new coach. You know, <laughs> I wonder how his southern accent is right now. <laughs> Brian Kelly, if you haven't seen the videos, yeah. you know Brian Kelly, former uh, Notre Dame coach. You know, kind of a stick in the mud almost. But, in, <laughs> but when his introductory press conference came down to Louisiana, he had the thickest. Just like Cajun, Southern, it was yeah. so it was bad. bad. Like every once in a while, you know, I'm not from the South, but I have, I've picked up, you know, tendencies and just the, the verbiage of the South. But he like, he shoved it all he in. He laid it on. He got yeah. a little bit of everybody yeah. in, in that voice. Yeah, it was rough. I didn't get to watch as much college football as I normally do. I was in a wedding. Yeah, you are busy. Saturday. Um, we got to watch a little bit of the Razorback game while we were getting ready, but. Um, great time! Congratulations to one of my best friends in the whole world, Jared and his so you're, wife. You're, you're in the wedding, right? So yeah. Like you weren't up top, had the phone like in nah, the pocket. I, nah. <laughs> uh, as soon as it was over, though, I headed out and watched the <laughs> the last quarter of the wedding. You know, so, there was people the, in, the in the in the audience. Oh yeah, that, there were multiple people that, had their phones out for <laughs> sure. You, you could see it reflecting off for glasses sure. and stuff. Oh, yeah. oh, you got yeah. people fist pumping and everything. Yeah, I'm like staring at like his grandma, <laughs> trying to see the reflection off her glasses. <laughs> she thought I was hitting on her. Yeah. No, I love it. You know, I I love college basketball. That's probably my favorite of the sport, especially come you know March. Madness time. I, I love college basketball. You know, growing up in the Midwest, again, with teams that have never really been tremendously good, but college basketball was always my forte, what I loved. But I've come to love college football since I've been in the South because yeah. it is, it's a Southern, it's, everything. it's a Southern thing by yeah. far. 
Um, Especially in Arkansas, we have no pro team. You have no pro team. So yeah, it's and we really only have one major school in so, the state. So, so with with Arkansas, because you're not from Arkansas either, but you're an Arkansas fan. Spent like, most of my life here. But like, does is there a spot in Arkansas where you're still in Arkansas, but like a little further south, it's more LSU. Like when you get to like Hope or Friendship or something like that, and then everything else. No, is, probably the closest would be like the furthest west, like Texarkana. No, west, um, like right at Fort Smith, south of Fort Smith, you get a lot of Oklahoma fans and okay. that, you know, okay. the very far edge of the And then you, the have, state. you have the nugget of, like, Arkansas State fans, but they still, yeah, yeah. you know, for the big college. Right, yeah. Like, same thing with, like, Arkansas Tech, you know, that's their school, but they're Arkansas fan first. Yeah. Well, in Tech's not, not even first, in the like, same division not of football. Not same division, but, like, yeah, for the, for the main big college experience. And, yeah. You know, and I've, I've been to, I think, two games on top of the hill. And you, you know, it's a, it's an experience, you know, you're parking at, sure. at, it's a Brom stadium, bomb uh, bomb stadium. I mean, yeah. And then you just see all the tailgating and when you see that hill, you're like, holy shit, that's a, that's a steep ass hill. You gotta, you gotta walk <laughs> up. And usually if you've been tailgating correctly, it's, it's not a straight uh, walk up <laughs> to, to the, to the stadium, but it's a, it's a fun experience. And unfortunately, I don't think they're doing a game at, uh, at War Memorial this year. Correct. Uh, you know, I'm not sure. Also, Bomb Stadium is the baseball. Yeah, but that's where you park. That's where, yeah, that's, that's, where, where you park. that's where okay, I park a few gotcha. times. And then, yeah. And then you got to walk up the, or take a bus. Yeah. Yeah. We they have a we, shuttle. We walked and because we were, we're just stopping at, you know, uh, the, uh, tailgating the whole way. So here, let's, let's do this. What is three tailgate foods that has to be at a football tailgate? Cheese dip. An Arkansas staple. Yep. Meat, uh, no meat. Usually meat, but okay. it doesn't have to have meat. Okay. Depends on who's making it, right? Yeah. The standard Arkansas cheese is just Velveeta and Rotel. So ye- yellow, white, what you, you got a pre- pre- preference? Well, so now I make smoked cheese dip with... Which is fucking amazing, by the way. Chorizo, and it's a it's a white uh, Velveeta cheese that melts really well. Yeah. Which is why most people use Velveetas, because it, it just melts well into the... <laughs> it's cheese in quotes. Yeah, it's <laughs> cheese byproduct or whatever. Cheese-like <laughs> product, I don't know. Um, and then um, probably wings. Yeah. And then some sort of either hot dog, brat, whatever, something like that, some yeah. sort of sausage or, or hot dog. Those are like my three have to have. So I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go like a brat, but more like Italian sausage. That is, that is my favorite. That's okay. Any of those I'm yeah. fine with. I'm going to go Italian sausage. I'm going to go some sort of like a, jalapeno popper or like a duck popper yeah you know something Great. something wrapped in bacon i guess that's the best way to put it yeah give me something spicy that has a bacon wrapped around just nestled all in there and then uh, i think wings would be too hearty because i want something like because you got to have you're holding the plate and the food is in the other hands i think wings would be too difficult for me because i'm a flats person i don't like the little wings i'm yeah i'm a straight flat so that'd be a little much so i gotta go um does it does are we are we not counting beer no, you said foods. Food, okay. Um, I think barbecue it, probably needs to be in I think there. You need in a Arkansas. dessert. You need something. I need something sweet. I need a little. I need something uh, a little sweet, like a like a shortbread brownie, or brownie, something like that. I, I need, love a good brownie. Like a oh, you know what? A s'more. A, well, little, a, a s'more station. S'mores are kind of hard to do at a tailgate. No, but, but like I've, I've seen some tailgates where they do like a s'more station. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Like I, I can get down with a s'more station. Yeah, so. I see that. But now we can just tailgate at our, you know, at the house, and you can make that's some, right. You can make smoked cheese dip, and oh yeah, slap some ribs on the grill, and 
Oh, w- yeah. Watch TV that way. And, <laughs> you know. This is the last Sunday until February, middle of February, where yeah, we no won't football. have it won't have a, an NFL game yeah. on a Sunday. So it's it's, it's here. Oh, I love it. I love know, football season. This morning was a little was a little muggy, but it was cooler and everything. Yep. Play, I, I I played eighteen holes this morning and did that, and uh, you know it's it falls in there. I'm waiting for that first leaf to fall, and then I'll go to Starbucks get my uh, my uh, <laughs> uh, 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 spice pumpkin spice pumpkin latte. spice latte, and <laughs> I just, I'm just waiting for that first fucking leaf to fall on the ground. You are ridiculous. <laughs> and then and then we'll have you know. Then you have uh, you know decorating the the house with Christmas lights next and everything and oh, it's the best time of the year. Yeah, fall is great. I love fall. I'm a big duck hunter, so it leads me right into duck season, which yeah. is always great. I love that. So I, I just like it. Uh, well, this cigar has been great. Um, hopefully, nobody hears the popping sound that we heard in our he- headphones. Yeah, I hope not because we took our headphones off a little over an hour ago, and we'll see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll find out in post tomorrow, and I'll let you know. Yep. But uh, now we're looking forward to the season and uh, everything that involves with it. You know, um, hopefully Mark is you know hear from him before he has his surgery coming up here in a couple weeks. Um, I know he he just wasn't able to make it tonight. Had some other things, but we'll get him on before that for sure. Yep. And uh, you know that's the main thing. You know he, he he's not here, but he's part of the team. But you know he's we'll we'll let everybody know how he's doing and you know hopefully he'll be here for the next couple of weeks where he is gone for an experience extended period of time extended period of time yep um but for the most part everything else is cool and we'll get going like a normally rotation like how we normally do yep so uh if you want to come see uh steve and i work a saturday shift uh, at little rock uh Come we'll by be tomorrow here. because we, we will be here. Yep. You normally don't see us on a Saturday, <laughs> and it's uh, going to be chaotic and fun for the next two weeks, actually. And then we you know, yep. we do have our multi-vendor event on the 17th. Yeah, that's going to be a huge event. We're lo- really looking forward to that. Do you know who the vendors of all these? I only know of one, so I don't want to. Yeah, so we'll have General here, which is like Cohiba, and they own a ton of stuff. Yeah. But Cohiba is like their big, big name, CAO. They have a ton of stuff. Uh, Drew Estate. Um, All Saints, which is a really cool boutique company. Mm-hmm. Crux. Um, oh, Crux is going to be here. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashton. And there's one other. Was it Alec Bradley? Alec Bradley. Okay. Yep. Um, so they'll all be here. So we'll be running specials from one to five with those guys. Reps are going to hang out afterwards if they can. Yep. Um, I think maybe Rocky Patel was... Our rep with Rocky was talking about coming as well. well so there may be a couple so, extra. So All Saints is made in the Rocky factory. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, so I can see that, you know, you know, going with that. Hey, yeah. we've got a couple of food trucks coming. We're doing some big giveaways. Yeah. So it's going to be a ton of fun. I'm yeah. going to take my cornhole boards down there so we can play some cornhole throughout the day. Yeah, it'll be fun. You know, it's going to be an all-hands-on-deck. Uh, yep. Literally, if you work at West End, we're going to be there. If you're not working at Little Rock, <laughs> that's it's everybody's going to be there. Um, it's going to be fun to see everybody up there and – and just, you know, again, the games will be going on, just not Arkansas, but other teams as well. So if you want cigars, you want food, and you want festive, and hopefully by then it'll be hoodie season. I don't I don't think it'll be hoodie season No, yet. not quite yet. We'll be kissing it. We'll be close, probably mid-October before we really get to wear a hoodie regularly. Yeah. Well, maybe, wear, maybe November. I can wear a hoodie year-round. Yeah, I usually do in the office down there because it's freezing you cold. You have the best <laughs> office, though. Like, it is an icebox. 
Like literally, it's you share a wall with the old walk-in fridge or yeah. freezer from what was there before. Yep. Which turns out to be a very good humidor. Very good humidor. <laughs> Almost too good. Okay. No. <laughs> All right, yeah, so that's the th- the stuff we have lined up uh, at Little Rock and at Little, uh, Conway locations. Uh, so check it out. So we will talk to everybody next week. Adios. Later.